Welcome to the Global Mission Awareness Podcast, where the last command of Jesus is our first priority, to bring the good news to the least, last, and lost. Well, good morning, good afternoon. Hello, everybody listening. Um, This is another uh, podcast with the the Kingdom family here at Global Mission Awareness. My name is Cody, and um, I have the privilege and honor to be sitting across from Dr. Leif Hetland this morning, and uh, we've got our cups of coffee in front of us. It's uh, been a couple of rainy, summer rainy days lately, so it's good to have a cup of coffee and easing into the day. But uh, Leif, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty okay. I'm uh, kind of uh, between trips uh, where... Right. Uh, yeah, I'm still recovering from Nigeria. That was a phenomenal, fantastic trip, but just kind of a physiological jet lag, yeah. some of those things. Uh, then I just went up and I spent some time with uh, Dr. Randy Clark and and some of our friends. We were doing a Kingdom Foundation mm-hmm. school in Virginia Beach. And now I'm getting ready. Uh, yeah, we're working on some of our... Uh, the wisdom series that we're oh, doing, awesome. how to, as well as I'm getting ready for Brazil next week. And right. I think I have like 16, 17 meetings in seven cities. It's yeah, like you're, you're crazy. gone for half of a year in yeah, Brazil. So, <laughs> yeah. so it's going to be one, but it's amazing to going in and, and, and to be in Brazil where there's such a mission force at this moment and where the fire is burning so brightly. Mm. But they do have asked me to coming in with a fresh baptism of love. And I don't know how many thousands of leaders that will be there and we get to influence them from so many denominations, so many cities. Uh, it, it is very, very an incredible privilege to be able to, uh, to to go down there. And I have two of my sons, spiritual sons, that is going to go with me, which is also going to make it fun. Yeah, that, that always makes it a, a little bit less, uh, not not a, not, it, it gives it a little bit more casual feeling. I remember always doing stuff with dad and it always feels a lot more fun. So that's super exciting. Um, well, today we're kind of, we're going into a podcast and we're titling this podcast, Wisdom to Overcome. And um, we were just having a conversation, life, and, and you'd kind of mentioned it to me that you were at um, Dr. Randy Clark's school over at Global Awakening. And during a Q&A session with some of the students, um, a lot of questions begin to pour in about about wisdom and how to show up for the right battle. And some of these things kind of came into being. Um, but yeah, I think just the first question was, how did that kind of meeting stir some stuff up in your head? Or what began the, the, the kind of conversation about wisdom and, and how to show up with that? Now, this was about five, five six years ago. Uh, where, as I saying, every year I do teach at the Global Awakening to their mm-hmm. school. And... Uh, but it was one of those sessions where they had some time for question and answering. But what surprised me afterwards, because I decided, let me do some teaching on some of that. Because many times we, we give people all the spiritual. We give them in a sense of uh, how to operate in the spirit and how to read your Bible and how to, I mean, anything that has to do with the revelatory realm and even laying hands on the sick and the five-step prayer model, words of knowledge. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we, we equip and train them. But sometimes just these practical, tangible things that we are faced with in life, what are some of the tools that can help us to overcome. Mm. Because the question is not that everyone, I, I don't meet anyone that decide I, I want to be a failure. Yeah. I think that everyone, we want success. And when I'm meeting those students, there's some of them going there because they're going to go into full-time ministry. Some are there just because they want to be empowered for something more. There's different reasons why they are there. But one of the things for sure, all of them wants to finish well. Mm. 
And I don't meet many Christians that don't have the desire to finish well, finish what God has called them to do and to Mm. be. If that's in marriage, but spiritually speaking and the calling or work, we want to finish well. But many people have not prepared themselves how to be able to deal with some of the obstacles and then learning how to overcome some of those obstacles so they can finish well. So Mm. that was kind of in that conversation, I just realized, wow, these students were so blown away because it was these practical, tangible things that came out of me. And then later on when I taught it, it had some of the greatest transformational values of all the things they had had, mainly just because it was so practical. And later on, uh, I spent three years to study the subject, and I wrote a book that came out last year, Giant Slayers, that has kind of become a full-fledged book on the topic we're talking about today. Wow. That's really cool. Um, what were some of just uh, what were some of the questions that they they kind of had um, practically that that needed um, your special sauce of knowledge of, of, of wisdom to kind of overcome? So what were some of the questions that they had about overcoming? Now, uh, one practical example was they just watched the video where they saw a stadium and they see uh, close to eighty thousand people receiving Jesus. They see all these things. You say, okay, yeah. h- how did you do that? Yeah. So, oh, was this one of the Pakistan videos? Yeah, right? one yeah, of the yeah. Pakistan videos. So then I started to go through about ten different obstacles that I had before you see that video. Oh, wow. So it's not just to rent a stadium. It's not just to get visa. It's not just to raise the money. It's not just to that it was everything from health issues, but to start to see all the different obstacles. I took him through 10 different obstacles before that video became a reality that I had to go through. And all of them were, I mean, obstacles bigger than myself, yeah. things that I had to overcome. So there was at least 10 giants there that I faced with bigger than myself. Wow. And then they say, okay, what are the core, I mean, what is the number one thing that you had to do to be able to overcome all those 10 things? Yeah. It's not like I've rehearsed all 10, but I gave them just an indication right. of a few of those things. Yeah. And uh, one of them, I got double pneumonia. And they said, you can't travel. I had 104 and a half in fever. Oh uh, I lost my voice and I can just go to all of yeah, those yeah, things. Yeah. But what I did, even when they saw one of the videos there, you see the faces is lit and the glory of God is hitting them on the video right. and they were like, and I said, do you know the biggest secret what, how, how I did it? And they were like, I said, I showed up. And they was like, showed up? Oh, yeah, I showed up. I showed up. Even at the moment when I didn't have any voice, yeah. I showed up. I took the microphone. I had no voice at all. 104 and a half in fever. Double pneumonia, and I was just a wreck, but yeah, I didn't yeah. have any voice. How are you going to speak with a no? I showed up first of all. I did go on the plane, and I did travel over, and I did do I just continued to show up. Right. And then when I took and grabbed the microphone, my voice came back as soon as I finished preaching. I lost my voice again, had no voice. Wow. They pretty much had to carry me back to my room, and this just went on. So that wow. was one of the areas I just talking about. Not always that you have to press in because that's the next principle here. But yeah. just how do we learn how to show up in life? Like I showed up in the office. Yeah. In my marriage, I've showed up every day for 29 years and so did my wife. And that's part of the, if you're going to succeed and if you're going to learn how to overcome, you also have to learn to show up. Yeah. At the moment you don't show up, I wouldn't have seen what I saw over there. Mm. If I hadn't shown up in my marriage, even if it is sometimes difficult, tough, and there's challenges, but we continue to show up, I am there, I'm present there, and I'm not going to give up. So I'm starting by showing up. So that was the first principle. And I talked about in their life then, including it would be in your life, Cody, what are some areas you don't show up in life? Oh, 
Yeah. I didn't show up on time. That's I didn't see yeah, <laughs> yeah. So when we started with those things, so suddenly the students realizing then that yeah. oh, it's just a very simple thing. Yeah. But I choose to show up. This morning before I got there, I didn't sleep last night mm-hmm. and I had a, a pretty long night where I had two hours of sleep. But I still, I studied Proverbs this morning. I had some time in the presence. I did some exercises. I did some breathing exercises. I still showed up for those things. So showing up to to, to me practically is, is being here and and the, and the physical and, and we wouldn't and have this yes. podcast if I didn't show right. up. And there's a lot of people that don't have the podcast because they don't right. show up. Right, 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 right. So, so I mean, so it's just a simple, basic thing, but that's in every area of life. Yeah, yeah. But I just talked about so, and I deal with that much more in my book. But I. That was something that became very big for them because now the students started to choose, I'm going to start to show up. So even while you're there in the class, you can be there in the class, but not being there yeah. because you're not really not showing up. Yeah. So be there and being present where you're supposed to be and be there 100% mm-hmm. at any moment. So when I'm with you, Cody, yeah. I'm with you. And I'm sure that anyone that travels with me or if you're around me, whoever yeah. I am with, that's the most important person I'm with. If I'm with, in the movie with my son, I'm there 100%. If I'm with my wife like I, I was last night, yeah. I was there. When we have lunch together, I'm there. When I'm with the staff, I'm here. So I'm, I'm going to be where I'm, because I'm showing up in life. Yeah. And that's... Have you ever found, or it was was one of the questions even by the students, um, and this this might be something you can answer, was, was that people were nodding along saying, yes, I'm showing up. However, they were realizing that they weren't showing up either at the right location, the right place, that they weren't showing up at the right... job description the right whatever and that was something uh, like a a wall that people continue to kind of hit yeah because now we moved into the second because that led you to the very thing that you are saying okay because now you're saying okay it's not enough to just show up yeah now you need to show up for the right battle Mm. so that was kind of the second thing we talked about so i just started to describe some stories that I mean, I, there's different ways I could do that, but I could end up on the wrong plane. Yeah. And it wouldn't have taken me there because I would have shown up for the wrong right. plane. Right. And it's also in life yeah. that it's very important to know what you're supposed to, what is your battle. And I say it in another way, the anointing rests upon your assignment. So if you're called to be a worship leader and you're called to be a worshiper and everything else, yeah. there's all these other things you can showing up to, but you're not doing what you're called to do. Right. While the anointing rests upon your assignment. Mm. So then what happens, you start to burn flesh sooner or later yeah. if you're not doing what you're called to do because the anointing. So I just described one trip was in Africa where journalists asking me all these questions and the church is asking me these questions. But no matter what I would answer, I would lose mm. because it would take me away from my assignment so because somebody asked me what do you believe about the election or what's going on in the government or the israeli situation between the palestinians it doesn't mean that i need to say something because sometimes just even by saying something that was not your calling to say something yeah it's not the wise thing to do yeah the wise thing is to show up second of all the wise thing is to show up for the right battle what am i called to do in this situation it is not to go in a fight with certain groups of people and in the next moment you're not able to do what god called you to do because right. you actually created you you got distracted and you started to show up for the wrong battles yeah i say so that's just that i think is super helpful and i'm sure maybe some of the students asked that question five years ago when you're in that that, that q a but um, how do you, just in that second step, showing up for the right battle, I, I know 
um, it's wisdom practically to not get on the wrong plane. However, um, how do you obtain wisdom for some of those things that you were saying that if you're trying to um, show up for the right calling, for the right battle, how do you use wisdom before you step into that that battle, that, that calling? I think that there are some good practical questions that we have to see. And, and it could be maybe in one specific assignment, okay. but what is required of Leif Hetland that only I can do, mm. that I cannot hire or train or equip anybody else to do? Mm. There's other people that can do the sound. There's other people that can do a lot of things in this office. And yeah. we have a lot of people doing other things. Yeah. But what is my calling? What am I supposed to do? There's times I have to do other things too. Yeah. But at least being clear about what is required? What is it that God wants me to do? As mm. soon as I have that clear, I also know there's a lot of things I don't have to do yeah. or shouldn't do. There's a lot of things I cannot delegate. Yeah. I cannot delegate to you my time with Jesus. Mm. I cannot delegate to you to exercise for me, to keep my body in shape. So then I'm not able to show up for the right battle because I didn't take care of my body. Mm. And so there's certain things there. I cannot delegate my relationship to my wife would you I have to so there's some of those things I have to show up but I have to show up for the right battle I need to say yes there and then you have to say no to some other things hmm. to accomplish that okay. and the people that do not know where to say yes they don't know where to say no hmm. and then what happens is that many times what we do is we spend all this time and energy and a lot of things yeah and then the people that we love and the calling we're supposed to do yeah. I'm no longer sharp because instead what I did it was I was running all over the office I was running all over the world doing a lot of things that I was not supposed to do and then if my calling was to speak in that stadium event if I'm thinking about the sound or the visualization or the security I have to think about all the other things because if you don't organize you agonize so if I hadn't delegate that which is another principle mm -hmm. but if I started to show up for the wrong battle and I could fix the platform or fix this or fix that or fix all the different leaks and now I'm not going to be able to do what I'm supposed to do. Mm. Uh, so there is just some of those things. So what is required? What is the return okay. if I do that? Meaning there need to be a return for what I'm saying yes to. Yeah. And then that's the kingdom based upon my core value. And what is the reward factor? Mm. Because if it is not the reward factor you're going to burn out sooner or later. And I've done that a few times, yeah. meaning that you're coming here to work, but there's a reward factor. Mm -hmm. The place, the atmosphere, the paycheck, there's certain things. Yeah. But if you just came and it was just an expense, sooner or later, it will lead to burnout. Yeah. So that's also why we show up for the right battle. Hmm. Required, what is required of Cody? What is the return if you do that? Mm -hmm. So if your gifting is one area and I constantly get you to do something else, it doesn't give the return right and then reward factor those things those three r's is three good questions Leif, what is required what is the return what is the reward and then there's certain other tools i bring in to making sure i do those things so i stay within my lane yeah. and i don't step outside my lane because i burn so much more fuel it's good three r's it's really good Back to the delegating. If I could delegate people to exercise for me, I feel like I would be in the greatest shape it of my be. life. It would be. Come on. It'd be it's easier, a... wouldn't it? Um, yeah. So back uh, back to just some of the practical stuff. Do you think when people finally step into, they show up for the right battle? Um, I mean, I would assume that you would be either um, gripped with fear, um, 
or you would be facing a lot of criticism on how to how to de defeat that battle or or even from your own self like you get into you finally show up for the right battle and then you go oh no i don't know if i'm if i can do this um how do you how do you how do you use wisdom to speak to that fear to keep pushing yourself through that battle to to eventually conquer it well let me just throw the ball back to you yeah a couple of times i've shown up where you are performing cody and you're out there singing and it's yeah. not in a church setting yeah where there was one time there's just a club in downtown atlanta and, yeah. and here you are with a group of other people and yeah. definitely secular setting yeah. and then first of all you you had to show up there's a lot of things that could keep you from showing up you had to show up for the right battle your primary thing was to come there and you were presenting a couple of songs it would be more in a covert you represented jesus but this yeah. was a secular setting yeah. but now you have you have to face your fear yeah. what if you fail what if some of the other people i mean yeah. so what are some of the things that very night when i was there right there by hard rock cafe right by the side there, yeah, yeah. i saw you what are some of the fear that you are facing when you're going to go there in that setting is it a fear of failure is it a fear of what people are going to say is it a fear of so so yeah. what would that be and there's a lot of critics yeah some people love cody so wow this was the best one right but then there's also the critics around and so how do you deal with that cody yeah. Yeah, no, I think practically, I mean, you, you just in this kind of setting alone, you you know going into it that there are going to be people there that love you, and then there are going to be people there that do not do not love you. And um, the, 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 the fear of that, the, the what you're trying to combat is I'm trying to represent who, I, who Jesus is in me by, uh, by doing a talent and doing it well and doing it... Um, in a likable manner and doing it to the best of my ability. And I think some of the biggest things that have kind of got me to, to, to break through is right before I step on stage or before that, the band and whoever I'm playing with, we always, whether we do this in a worship setting or out in the club somewhere, as we gather, we huddle, I, we, we hug each other and we say, hey, let's pray. And we just invite the Holy Spirit into that circle and into the, the stage and into the environment, which always removes the unsettling feeling of, mm. I don't know what I'm about to do, but I'm, I'm nervous about it. It removes all the nervousness feelings that you would get. Um, and if you have, it would be, it would, I could, just the the times that the Holy Spirit has shown up in those kind of atmospheres have blown me away. Yes, yeah, so what you're saying here is that it is worth it when you're showing up. Yeah. And when you're showing up for the right battle. It's oh, a lot absolutely. about fun. And then now you're facing that fear. And yeah. that's what we have to do. I do it if I'm going to speak in certain conferences or if I'm going to subtly take on, including mm. now, I, I'm subtly looking and it starts to dream and saying, okay, we're going to do this. Yeah. And incredible event well it's going to cost a six-figure income and we're going to need a stadium yeah. and then there's a couple of hundred different details that needs to be done before you get there yeah and most of those you do not know about right so when we often see it so what are some of the fears what if we do not get the money what if we do not get the support what if my health and i've had some health issue is not going to be able to make and i can make the list of all the fear and then all the critics this has never been done before Leif. yeah this has never happened before this is impossible. Hey, who do you think you are? I mean, so you have all the critics, right. you have the naysayers and the doubt pushers. They are always <laughs> there. But again, if we're going to be overcomers yeah. and learning the wisdom to overcome, we're showing up, hmm. we're showing up for the right battle. We are not afraid of facing our fear. Fear is only false 
evidences appearing real. Yeah. They are really not. We're facing our fear. And as I'm saying, I do not listen to my critics. Yeah. If I talked about certain names, yeah. and I can mention all these names, you wouldn't know who they are. Yeah. But you know who Jonathan Edwards, yeah. you know who jo uh, John Wesley is, mm -hmm. you know who Martin Luther King is, you know who, and I could just go to a list of all these people that did show up. Mm. They showed up for the right battle. But you also would see some of those people. Uh, you don't know many of their critics mm. and the names of the critics, but you remember those world changes, you know Mother Teresa, but I can mention 10 different people that was her greatest critics. You don't remember the name of any of those, yeah. but you remember Mother Teresa. Yeah. And so it's just a very important principle. Anyway, so that, yeah. was, uh, that was the third thing that I showed them is I'm constantly facing my greatest fear. Yeah. This is on a daily basis and critics. That's yeah. part of if you want to be an overcomer. Mm -hmm. If you are not aware of that, many people, they stop at that moment and they learn, they just start to survive instead of soaring, yeah. instead of having success because they're so afraid of fear yeah. and facing the fear and the critics. Yeah. Those are two things that we're going to learn more about later. Hmm. Yeah. And even, even turning the, the spotlight back on or the turning the light back over to me just for a second, I feel like when whenever uh, I was walking into some of those scenarios where it seemed bigger and the stadium was bigger or the, the stage was bigger and you have some of those opportunities where like this is make or break, I think some of the things also for me were, were celebrating or looking back on some of the past victories that we had done and going, wow, Jesus showed up there. And even though that this is a bigger stage, I don't think he's going to fail me now. And um, is there any, um, is the, the wisdom of celebrating past uh, accomplishments or past victories. Yeah, and it, it, it is the other area that is so, so important. It's like when David looked at Goliath, yeah. he remembered the bear. He remembered the lion. Yeah. So looking in the past, and if you're looking at, okay, I'm writing this book, but let me talking about the process of the, the other book. Yeah. That's why we need to have some successes underneath our belt. Hmm. And the same way as God was faithful in small things, he's going to be now faithful in big things. But to keep these memory stones and remember yesterday. So that's what I do is before I'm going into the battlefield, it will be like you as a musician. Yeah. Remember the other times when God was faithful, when he showed up and, and, and you just started getting so overwhelmed by looking at the faithfulness of God. Yeah. So that when you're facing, as I'm saying, today's battle, you always celebrate yesterday's victories. If that's in football, if that's in music, if that's yeah. in evangelism, if that yeah. the, when you're building a new church building, yes. it was a big faith the time when you went to the size of 100. Now yeah. it is maybe faith for you to build something for 500. Now yeah. you're meeting another giant, it's the thousand. So each one of those levels, as I'm saying, there is yeah. still you have to show up, show up for the right battles. Yeah. You again have to go through the same thing of of facing your fear and don't listen to the critics. They are always going to be there. But then you're looking at yesterday's victories mm. when you're facing today's battles. So yeah. it's a it, it's a phenomenal. With David, um, that that's one of the things in heaven. I, I hope I get to see on on the movie screen is him <laughs> hand fighting a bear and a lion and killing them with his bear. That's just so epic to me. That's so movie blockbuster thing. Um, but with David specifically, um, I mean. Obviously, those are kind of big, uh, big, uh, you know, memory stones or accomplishments that you would think. But then facing Goliath and then seeing how tall this giant was, do you think um, those past victories, those past accomplishments, those past um, where he came out on top and victorious helped him 
to understand and even kind of streamline his anointing to go, I am built, I am called to to not only conquer the the physical things, but also the giants. I think that the lessons there that was that when Saul would want David to put his armor on yeah. David. Yeah. And eventually David couldn't operate. And there's so many people who would like to put the Saul's armor on us. Uh, Leif Hetland has to be Leif Hetland. I cannot be anybody else. Yeah. And as again, as I say, the anointing, I have to upright within the anointing that God has given me. That doesn't mean I don't honor anybody else, but I have to be mm-hmm. me. And it's my blessing to anybody, be yourself. And that was what I was talking about here. Do not try to be anybody else. Be you and be fully you. Know who you are, know what your calling is, and then and keep your eyes and stay within that lane. But making sure, as I'm saying, that you operate with your anointing and not trying to be something that you are not. Be an original. Copies are very cheap. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Um, yeah, so even even with that, I think you know, with Saul's armor, it wouldn't be the right uh, things that he would that he'd helped conquer the bear, the lion, and 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 then we know that he didn't take Saul's sword out and shield out to go fight Goliath. He used his sling. Mm-hmm. Um, can you speak, or, or, or what would be, um, how, do you, how do you find your own instrument or your own, um, your own weapon, and you take that into battle? How do you, what's the process of, of understanding, um, this is my weapon of warfare, or this is my calling, this is what God's given me, and then using wisdom to take that into the, the right atmosphere? Yeah, I, I can give several practical, but I'm just to make sure that to stay in a little succinct. Yeah, but yeah, say yeah. if you're an author, uh, if you're an author and you may be faced to overcome, it could be a financial challenge that mm. you have. Then in the next moments to recognize and what is it that you have instead of what you do not have. Then so that's w- the wisdom right there is recognizing what you do have, not what you don't have. Though, yeah, correct? because again, uh, so you can face the, the stories, of course, from the Bible where there's 5,000 men plus women and children. Yeah, All of them are hungry. That can be a practical thing for us. I'm overwhelmed and I need to overcome something. That's what they had. Okay. They were overwhelmed. Look at 20,000 people hmm. that are hungry. 5,000 men plus the women and the children. And then they don't have any money. They don't have any food. It's going to take eight months wages if everybody worked full time just to pay for that kind of a... So again, they get so... And that's what we have a tendency to do. But here, the story is... Jesus was focusing on okay, what do you have instead of what you do not have. And eventually you find a little boy with loaves and fishes. Yeah. Now when you find out what you have, how do I feed it? So for an author that could be, I suddenly now have this very, very book yeah. that can help. Like even the book that I did at Giant Slayers. Because that I've slayed my giant and gone through these principles, yeah. now I'm helping hundreds, perhaps thousands of other people to overcome their giants. And mainly because... I took my time and got that into a book. And a book now is bringing me the 12 baskets left over mm. that I need for my next breakthrough. Yeah, yeah. So uh, for you, it could be that song yeah. that has been there. But what is that one song? That could be your sling as a worship leader. But what is that song that I can feed a multitude? And according to how many people I'm feeding, if that's on the iTunes or yeah. they buy in the CD or they download. So that would be another example of overcoming. So again, what is that weapon? What is it that God has given you for a preacher that can be preaching, a yeah. teacher can be teaching, or what you do to solve, or what you solve in medicine for a doctor, but it's just coming in here, and that could be solving something with patience that you didn't 
know before certain equipment that my chiropractor have that is adding value and helping me but on the other side it is also adding value to him so starting That's to good. see what you have instead of what you don't have and for David he had mastered this very thing of a sling and he'd been practicing this and he is master so master something mm. and when you start to master that start to be able to in that situation that you need to overcome see what God has given you instead of what he did not see who you're going to feed and who you're going to multiply with yeah. that so that's just another one of those kingdom principles. It's really good. Um, within the kind of today's, I mean, with with our culture, with 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 social media, with with everything being so tangible, and everything feeling so big, and everything feeling like a highlight, highlight reel. And do you think that um, if we get too overwhelmed or consumed by the things that aren't within our calling, without that aren't within our one, um, you know job description to do that we end up taking on things that actually aren't purposed for us to take on and to distract us from our main kind of calling is it taking on or um, trying to uh, I don't know trying to trying to solve an issue that in your own life won't bring uh, a, a promise or a reward for you but it's just a distraction is there any how do you in in this kind of environment use wisdom to not take on anything that won't bring you any kind of reward yeah, or it, yeah, if you see it, the, the specific what i have used that as a principle is of course in the life of david and yeah. that's also what i wrote the book but it is personal stories and yeah. life stories so with david here he goes in what is that person you see that the giant there, whoever solved that problem what is that person going to get yeah what was david's calling from being a shepherd's boy he was going to be a king but on a journey to become a king, if he's going to be a king one day, yeah. he need also to have some resources to get there. So David, he could have solved the giant without negotiating any reward factor. Okay. But before he solved the giant, he went to the king and said, oh, you're going to get my daughter and you're going to get, here's what you're going to get okay. to be able to solve this one. Okay. So there is something that if there's no reward factor in this very thing to taking on, and the reward factor doesn't need to be monetary necessary. But for me, the reward factor to go into the Middle East and to see 10,000 names added to the Lamb's Book of Life. Okay. That was reward. I mean, so what I am facing, uh, the giant and the, what I need to overcome has such a big reward factor yeah. that I am willing to pay a high price for it. So maybe I should rephrase my question because I think I was going on the wider than the than the lenses that we were kind of putting on. But um, just... You're saying with the specific battle that you're going through, you have to you have to understand and, and you said negotiate. I like that term negotiate. Negotiate. Sorry, I can't even say the word. But to to get your full uh, reward out of this battle, you have to ne- kind of negotiate and understand um, just the 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 what's going to be left on the table after you have the victory. And I think that's a that's a very powerful thing. And I I uh, got super out of the box there but um with wisdom what's the what's kind of precursor you said you know with the story of david but even in your own life how has there been kind of a precursor of going this is what we would kind of reap from the reward or um from the battle how how, what was some of the negotiation like for you and some of those i mean there's been quite a few in different areas but practically speaking it could be one of the books that i'm writing Hmm. and by the time I get to a certain number, I am fighting now to get to that point. I'm showing up and you can follow all the other things I've said yeah. so far. But yeah. then when I'm coming in here saying, okay, now 
when I've sold so and so many books, the family is going to go on a vacation because they sacrificed while I was writing or while we were doing all those different things. And all of the family were going to experience in the beach, like we're going to go to Europe this summer. Mm. So there's a reward factor that as before I'm going in and playing this battle, I'm also telling the people around or there could be the staff, it could be a small thing. We are going to go to the favorite lunch when we reach certain goals, when we overcome certain things. Yeah. And so as soon as we're doing this, we negotiate, we're putting in that there is a reward factor on the other side that gives off a pain purpose. So when I'm going to the gym, me being healthy and what I'm going to look like, what I'm going to feel like when I'm getting in my those pants that is size 32, yeah. there is a reward factor in what I'm paying of a price. And putting that in when I'm going in and I'm going to buy that gym membership is going to cost me something, but I see what the reward factor is. And I'm putting that into the equation and when I'm focusing on it. If that's ministry-wise, if that's yeah. church, if that's relationship, there is a reward factor that is there. So it's just one of those life lessons if you want to burn brightly without burning out yeah. that you put that in as part of your equation. It's really good. It's really good. Um, back to kind of some wisdom here, but... Um, how do you use wisdom to speak to your to your circumstance to your um, your giant yeah, that's in that front of you? Well, many of us are, Cody. We're talking about it. Oh, my back pain, and better. I just speak to you back right now. Yeah. In the name of Jesus Christ, Jesus is my healer. I'm not going to listen. So instead of talking about the problem, yeah. David spoke to the giant. So it's learning both by faith and by learning to speak and because what you see, you say, and then you cease. So it's learning actually the discipline of tongues. There's weapon, there's a, you have a powerful weapon that can be used to whine or to shine. Yeah. If you use that weapon right, your tongue, because there's life and death in the power of your tongue. You can speak into existence. You can speak life to your body. You can speak life into your circumstances. You can choose to bless that boss that you don't like, or you can right. choose to, your wife right there, you have self-control. And what comes out of your mouth, you do not need to talking about and just whine and complain about it, but learning how to speak to it. And then to be able to come in with the right spirit, with the right power, and with the right words and the right circumstances. It's very important when we're facing and need to overcome, the wisdom to overcome is learning how to speak to, not about mm. our circumstances. When you think, when you speak to it and, and, and you see God um, come through with even the smallest of like a back, th back, back pain or anything like that, does it, do you feel like, uh, it gives you more confidence to, to kind of run and take charge towards that giant. Um, when you see, uh, when, you, when you kind of speak to your giant, uh, I, would, I would feel like if I was speaking to Goliath and I had something rise up in me, it wouldn't make me afraid to back down anymore. It would make me want to go and fight even harder and make me run, or run after it even, even quicker. Um, how does wisdom come into play when you've now spoken to your giant and now you're feeling the, the, the courage, you're feeling the boldness rise up in you to, to run after it? Or run towards it. How does how does wisdom come into play, um, and what is some um, just some practical things as far as uh, taking that step and just actually diving into it? Yeah, I think that what you learn also to see that many times when you have because you possess what you confess when you speak into existence something. Now the time is execution is coming. Okay. It's not just to, okay, I'm showing up, showing up for the right battle, and we can just go through this whole thing. But now eventually you're coming yeah. to it. I have spoken to it. Now it's the time to capture it. Mm. Now it's time to say, okay, Goliath, it's time for you to come down. I'm not running away from you. It is no, the time comes 
that there is no turning back. I'm moving right towards it. David did it with Goliath. I'm doing that if that's, I'm going to go to the Middle East. When I yeah. make, sure, I'm going to do this. It comes to a point that when you step out of the boat, you have to step on water. Hmm. You can no longer sit in the boat. Yeah. And that's kind of it with a time. So it's time then to run towards it and say, no more compromise. If that's going to the gym membership and that's the plant that church, when you know clearly what God has spoken and you're coming into agreement, you have spoken what God has spoken, the time will also come for you now to run towards your giant. Mm. Don't be afraid of it any longer. Mm. And then, but that's that the important is also to making sure that we need to discern the timing of it. Yeah. That doesn't mean right, oh, there it is right now, let me run towards it. Knowing the right timing, and this is also a very wise thing. What is the wise thing to do is always connected to the timing. Mm. So the timing aspect, because there is a giant, sometimes I have had to wait for the right timing of it because if there's the wrong timing, then in the next moment also, that can also be a big mistake. Yeah. So discerning the times and the timing of how to be able to do it. Uh, so a certain book that needed to be out, there was a timing on it. Right now we are working on the, we, we've been working on the upgrade in love the e-course and now we're going to do the upgrade in power but we're changing it a little bit we're moving a little bit because of a timing issue mm. the timing both for me the timing for the people out there so the power is just going to be moved a couple of months because the timing is better for us to give people the upgrade in power mm. and we were moving the wisdom a little bit later this year because of the timing. So discerning the time is very important to understand it, the timing mm. and asking God for the very timing when that's going to be. And that's uh, when you have those kingdom principle, and I encourage if people have not read the giant slayers, yeah. one person said, I have that on my nightstand, I have my Bible and the giant slayer book, because when I'm facing something bigger than myself and I need to overcome something, uh, I do have these tangible steps of how to overcome life's big challenges. Hmm. And it's uh, I want everyone to be an overcomer. Hmm. I want every single person to be able to because the joy when you see that giant, whatever that is, if that's stage four cancer for somebody or paying off your house. I just have a friend that just, mm. as soon as he started to read a book, that was what he was going after. Wow. The giant of becoming debt free. Wow. How did he show up? How did he show up for the right battle? He cannot sit and fight all these other wrong battle. And then you just go through these things. So whatever that is that you need to overcome, yeah. these are the very steps, practical steps that you can do to overcome. Mm. And it's it's beautiful. It's working. Yeah. And it's biblical, practical, tangible, and it has revelation, impartation, and activation in it. Wow. Yeah. Um, before we kind of close this podcast out, life is if it would be okay. Could you please uh, please pray and and impart um, just wisdom from from this session into everybody everybody's mm. circumstances, whatever giant they're facing. To have the discernment of when to to go after mm -hmm. it, but also um, to which battle to show up at. And even before I pray, I just want each person now, even as you're listening to my voice, what are some of the things that you are faced with that is bigger than yourself? What are some of the areas in your life that it is a giant? It is something that you need to overcome. Is it health? Is it finances? Is it relationship? Is it your job? said your calling in your future whatever that is i just want to release this very grace over you right now the grace to overcome so father even at this moment as we all are faced with something bigger than ourselves 
we all need breakthrough in some areas of our life. And I thank you, first of all, that you are the Lord of the breakthrough. But I also thank you that you have given us some wisdom, wisdom to overcome, wisdom to show up, wisdom to learn how to show for the right battle, help to teach us to not waste our time on the wrong battles any longer, because the enemy is just trying to wear us out while we can enter into the resting place with you. I just also ask that we're going to learn how to face our fear and not listening to our critics, that we will face today's battles as we're celebrating yesterday's victories, that I'm going to be myself and walk in my own anointing, taking the right weapons, and also be able to see the rewards as I'm taking on and be able to have seen the giant coming down and also seeing the blessings that will flow. Father, I choose to speak to the giant, and even at this very moment, the giant of debt, financial debt that people have, the giant of pain, chronic pain, I just speak to the giant of pain. Be healed in the name of Jesus. I thank you that even at this very moment that he is Jehovah Rapha, he is our healer, he is Jehovah, he is Jehovah Jireh, he is our provider, he is Jehovah Shalom, he is our peace. Whatever we need, I thank you, Father, that we can speak very clearly because in the name of our God, we're going to see this giant coming down. And we're no longer fearful of the giant, we're going to run towards him, but we're going to do it in your timing. So I just bless these kingdom principles, these wisdom gold nuggets. I bless every single person and let us even hear from you as you are telling me, stories of some of the breakthroughs in your life in jesus name in jesus name amen 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 um well if you're interested in any of the the resources Leif talked about with with giant slayers or the upgrade in wisdom and power please go to www.globalmissionawareness.com to to find more info about those uh resources but we would just like to say thank you for joining us and we will see you next time Thank you for listening to today's podcast. To stay connected till next time, find us at globalmissionawareness.com. Thank you.